Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Fantastic Minute, the show where we talk about Wes Anderson's Fantastic Mr. Fox, one minute at a time. My name is Tyler Boudreaux. And I'm Condra Boudreaux. And we're here to talk about Minute 29 of Fantastic Mr. Fox, which starts with Kylie asking, is she blind? And it ends with Bunce saying, he's too sneaky. Lots of adjectives in this minute, I would say. Yeah. We've got quite a bit going on, too, because we transitioned from being secret cider seller to a brief outside shot of Mr. Fox, Kylie, and Christofferson running away from Bean's house. And then it goes to a new title sequence. Not a title sequence. Well, that like, implies credits. Well, like a little title card. We get a title card, and then we actually have a scene without Fantastic Mr. Fox or any of the critters, actually, which I think is the first scene we get which is Bogus Munson Bean having a little meeting. But let's not get to that quite yet. Let's start with the is she blind conversation. As you'll remember, Mrs. Bean just walked downstairs to grab some cider for Mr. Bean and did not see the critters who were hiding down there. And Christofferson surmises that she has some sort of stigmatism or a, car- a cataract, cataract of some sort, which Kylie takes at face value um she definitely has some sort of problem with her eyes oh absolutely i mean we get that more later but in this initial interaction it's like one of those things where you're watching it and you're like wait what how did that what is this and so i mean fox he's pretty sneaky as we learn later but he was directly behind that bottle kind of thing i don't Yeah, but she wasn't looking so i mean it helps that little bit of dialogue while it's very kind of (laughs) exposition-y and a little bit clunky. Um, I don't think it's clunky. I think it's funny. It serves a purpose for the audience. I agree. The other thing that happens in this little sequence where they're still in the cellar, the door reopens. Oh, yeah. And, and Bean just and, like casually takes a puff of his cigarette. And it's not like he's in silhouette or anything. You can see the colors of his shirt. He's got like a rugby shirt on. Oh, that's yeah. It's like really gold, cool. Golden red. It's yeah. very Gryffindor. It's got Gryffindor rugby colors, shirt. which is coincidental because albus dumbledore is voicing him oh i didn't even think of that that's so funny oh wow so that might be a subtle harry potter gag because kind of the rugby the rugby shirts kind of are sometimes a harry potter thing Mm -hmm. and i think it's funny that like bean who is this like scary dude just wearing like a stripy rugby shirt (laughs) also in those colors more than anything like if it was like a black and white or even like a red and blue but he's got to be dramatically scary still. That's why he kind of just looks down the stairs for a second and be like, I don't know, what is he doing? He's, he just, I don't know, maybe he thinks he heard something because the, with the trap door and everything and like just wants to make sure that everything's all set down there. And he takes a dramatic puff of his cigarette, which is cool for two reasons. One, uh, the smoke effects are really cool in this movie mm-hmm. overall with your uh, cotton. Yeah. And the the way that, like, we had the fire extinguisher earlier, but the way, like, the breathing smoke out of his mouth, out of his mouth also looks cool. And also the lighting, uh, when he inhales on the cigarette, the fire blazes up and you get mm-hmm. the lighting on his face. And just the mise-en-scene, which is a fancy way of saying uh, the way lighting is done in movies. Well, then. Is very good for being overall in this minute. Later on, he's just sitting in the dark. And so I figured I'd show off my fancy movie knowledge and say the words mise-en-scene. <laughs> when I was re-watching this this time, I, in my ever, my 
eternal quest for good fanfic and good headcanons. There's oh, speaking of headcanons, I'll cycle back to this. All right. There's um some really funny thoughts about Darth Vader being really dramatic and like turning his chest panel off to be in complete darkness and blowing his cape in space where there is no wind and him using the force to do it and just being extra trademarked all the time. So you're saying Bean is the equivalent Bean. where he just likes being dramatic <laughs> yes. and extra. Yeah, I was watching it and I was like, wow, Bean's hitting like some Darth Vader levels here of just like <laughs> extra. I certainly agree. So uh, headcanon. Speaking of headcanons, uh, a coworker of ours and I had a headcanon about Mr. Clean being gay. Okay. <laughs> and this connects how? I well, we were, I was, it's a nice, it's a fun headcanon that I like. I So we had Mr. Clean and I was like, Mr. Clean, is there a Mrs. Clean? <laughs> and our coworker was like, actually, there's just another Mr. Clean. It's 2018, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> Good and uh, other Mr. Clean is a slob, uh, which oh. is why Mr. Clean is such a clean freak. Yeah. I wonder if this is the same coworker who called him Dr. Clean earlier Oh, today? yes. <laughs> so clearly there's just this elaborate well, family of the, the Clean family. Yeah, the Clean say. family is a headcanon I want to explore. I also don't want but to explore looking at Mr. Clean, I can't stand Mr. Clean. His appearance, it creeps me out so much. Looking at Mr. Clean, though, he is definitely gay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Maybe we'll cut that out. Uh, I think it's funny. So you get Mr. Fox, getting back on track, you get Mr. Fox and Kylie and Christopherson running out of the cider cellar yeah, so after a bre- after the shot of Mr. Bean, or Farmer Bean, whatever his name is, Bean. Um, <laughs> Mr. Bean. <laughs> not this again. Um, so you get Bean with the, cig- uh, the cigarette and the Bean secret cider cellar in the background. Um, and a jump cut, too. And then it jump cuts to them running away, and there's no music. Which is weird because the rest of this minute is musicless. Yeah, well, we um, have the for like the very very end. We have the music cue of the Bean Secret Cider Cellar mm-hmm. when Bean appears. Yes. Okay, that wasn't sorry. That was confusing. I was unclear. But when they're running away, they each only have one bottle of cider, and they have it in a big basket on wheels that they're pulling behind them like luggage. No, they're pushing them. Pushing them like luggage. And I'm like, where did these baskets come from? <laughs> also, is it worth it? Like, three bottles for that much danger? It's not a, It's not about the quantity. It's about the quality. But Bean. It's like, about the love of the game, oh Condra. You don't steal because you need the food. You f- steal because you need to steal. That was worse. <sighs> that one was steal. worse. Stop. Please stop. Um. So it's just... And, Mr. Fox is, again, being, like, extra about Christopherson. And And he's like, this kid's a natural. Even though, like, he helped with the rat. But otherwise, I don't see how he helped with the thieving. Yeah, no. Unless, like, taking it out, which they didn't show, had some intense, like, look at Christopherson be a natural, quote unquote. I feel like we're pulling at straws here. No, I think everything we had up to this point was what I wanted to talk about. Okay. I thought I think we've been talking about it pretty well. All right. But we can t- move on to the meeting between Mr. Bogus, Bunce, and Bean. An emergency meeting. Yes, which 
the title says. That was the title card. So you find out some fun stuff in this this little bit. So I think we're at Bean's house for a oh, couple yes. reasons. We, One, we can get into that. The dramatic, of, the dramatic lighting effect. Yes. <laughs> you know Bean set up this lighting ahead of time. I'm going to move this chair into this shadow right here, and then I'll sit in the shadow. It's very Avengers Age of Ultron when Nick Fury is just hiding in the back. Of, I mean, every bad guy is just sitting in the shadows. But, like, I don't know. It's very Nick Fury-esque. But he starts cat try like trying to make chit chat, but then completely brushing. He won't let Bogus or Bunce answer them. Yeah, he's just like going over the formalities. Like, hey, you guys look like you're doing well. How you doing? How you doing? Fox problem. But you find out some fun fun facts about um, Mr. Bogus and Mr. Bunce here. Their first names? Um, their first names! So now we have all of the farmers' first names. I feel like we did know them when B... Be... Mm-hmm. Not Beaver. Mm-hmm. Badger? Badger was introducing them. No. I feel like he said... I feel like he said their first names back no. then. So you have Walter Bogus and Nathan Bunce. Yes, and I have their voice actors too. Who's off? Nathan Bunce is voiced by Hugo Guinness who was a story writer on the Grand Budapest Hotel and in the art department of the Royal Tenenbaums. But otherwise, eh, not much. Similarly... So he's a Wes Anderson guy. He's a Wes Anderson Anderson guy. Walter Boggess, similarly, is voiced by Robin Hurlstone. He appeared in Grand Budapest Hotel as Herr Schneider. No other IMDb credits. So just Wes Anderson buddies, I guess. Again, they do a great job in their bit roles, so... Yeah, the little banter between Bunce and Bogus is very amusing in this minute. Yeah, it's they're just sitting there like trying to eat their respective items. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Bunce has a donut, and Bogus has a turkey le- or chicken yeah. leg and or chicken wing or something, and then yeah. Bean has his cider. Yeah, um, and <laughs> Bean's a just drinking and, and smoking. Gun. Yeah, he's just like all three there. They're all eating their things and. They just all of a sudden, like, when Bean asks them about the fox, they just, like, instantly kind of freak out. Yeah, they're like, he's he's laughing at us, is what uh, Bogus says. Bunce. Bunce. I don't know, someone says it. (laughs) But it's just this, like, back and forth, like, lots of, like, he's laughing at us. We're humiliated. Yeah. Um, That kind of stuff. And then Bean's like, we should kill him. (laughs) (laughs) little less intense than that but on that idea but i think the whole sentiment of bean bringing it up everything to this point that we know about bean has led to this kind of thing um it's very obvious that bean is the more intense of the three you even see a little sign in the background uh yes please read us the contents of this sign sure thieves beware our poultry are tattooed and and marks registered with bean ink Provincial police have positive identification. Provincial police have positive. They couldn't finish the alliteration? No. I don't know. There must be more than this provincial life. That's what I say. Wow. Um, (laughs) These eggs are too expensive. But so my thought with that was if they're in a province, are they in Canada? No. Are there provinces provinces in Great Britain? I don't know that. They're definitely in the good old GB. Are there provinces? Not Green Bay, Great Britain. Are there provinces there, though? I don't know. This is where my my knowledge of the United Kingdom fails me. But it is still interesting that, like, the the poultry are very looked after by Bean, and he's, like, really intense. Yeah, I feel like that's 
that's standard procedure. Tattooed? I don't know. I don't know about farming. We should get a farmer on the show. Have I mentioned that before? Yeah. But it ends with Mr. Fox being too sneaky. <laughs> and it's like, that's the lamest excuse. Well, that's Bunce's excuse for why they haven't been able to get rid of their fox problem is that the fox is too sneaky. How do they know it's one fox, by the way? What if it's multiple foxes? What if it's a fo- fox coup? No, it's a skulk. A, fo- mo- a skulk many- of foxes? A skulk of foxes. I, I just said coup as in like coup d'etat. Oh, coup d'etat. Okay, sorry. But I don't think that's the right use of it. No, it's not. <laughs> I think my skulk of foxes works better. Well, that's all I have. If it's a family of foxes, does it count as a skulk? I think so, because it's multiple foxes. I think that's all that matters, as long as there's more than two. Yeah. That's all I've got. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff I liked in this minute, but it was mostly just the the lighting effect of the cigarette and being sitting in the dark. Yeah. Which, I mean, oh. pretty straightforward. When you sit in the dark, you're a bad guy. There's nothing really, like... Ex- there's no movement where they're, like, moving in and out of the light. A lot of mise-en-scene will do that, where, like, a character will step, like, will step out of the darkness or into the darkness, depending yeah. on, like, their thought process at the time. Yeah. I remembered one more thing I was supposed to mention. At the end of this minute, when they start talking about the fox problem, you get this weird, slow drum beat, and then it very, very slow version of Bogus Bunce and Bean's score. So a little bit of little bit of music in the background, but for the most part, the, the minute's pretty quiet in regards to music and score. Yeah, I wish we had more to talk about with the actors, but really no character development in the scene. Other than, I guess we find out that Bogus and Bunce are a little silly. Mm-hmm. Like, Generally, they're in like they're supposed to be mean farmers, but their silliness doesn't really portray that. Yeah, which isn't really a flaw because I think it's just showing that Bean is that much more intense than Bogus and Bunce. I think also with this emergency meeting, you find out that they do have a connection, like, and they are somewhat working together. While it's unclear the extent of that work, like that collaboration, you, they do have some actual connection and aren't just like three separate farmers and bean is clearly the leader yes Alrighty. shall we wrap it up as they say see well you've been listening to minute 29 of fantastic minute if you would like to follow us on twitter at amateur nerds or email us at amateur nerds present at gmail.com you can rate review subscribe on, on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. And I've been Condra. And I've been Tyler. We hope you have a fantastic day. Fantastic.